how many songs? Fatty Free! Fatty Free! Oh, Chris Brown, you are so disrespectful. Fatty Free songs. Who has time for that in this economy? Who has time for Fatty Free fucking songs? <laughs> I'm a classic man. Hello, you're welcome to episode 60 of the Classic Manny Show. It is your boy, V1, V only, and I cannot believe I am back with another episode of the Classic Manny Show. <laughs> well, I have been gone since, let me have a look, April, goddamn, sorry, April, May, June, July, almost three months. It feels a little bit longer for me, to be honest, but I have missed you guys. I'm so sorry for this long should I say break now? Because at one point, it was your boy ending the podcast. <laughs> I'll be so honest with you. I actually announced, well, it's a long story. I had reached a place, which you guys might have noticed in the last episodes before, where I just wasn't... It's not like my heart was not into this, but it's... Having a podcaster is not easy. Being a podcaster is a lot of time that goes into this. And when you're also working 9 to 5 on top... You're questioning, is this worth it? But my issue is never with you guys. I don't want any of you guys to like, ah, it's the audience. Like, no, please. It's not you guys at all. It's more so feeling overlooked in the industry. If I'm being very honest with you, if I'm being candid, honest, feeling overlooked is not a nice feeling. Feeling like people know who you are, people see you, but choose to unsee you. It does get to you at times. And I gave myself time to think, do I really want to do this? I guess my birthday, I was like, I think I want to end it here. And a few people knew in advance. So a few of my friends, a few peers knew as well. And I think shortly after I did tweet in my close friends, is it called close friends? It's a Twitter circle, sorry. And I did say on Instagram that I was done with the podcast. Now, since I said that, people have reached out to me. They said, Manny, there's no time to give up. Like, and I, I don't, should I say their names? Yeah, I'll say some names. Bella, Madam Joyce, it's not just my peers that have encouraged me, it's my listeners too. I would not be back if it not for the listeners, child. You guys are amazing. Yeah, so Raya, oh my God, is Raya. Yeah, I love you so much. Like, you are one of my biggest supporters. You have encouraged me so much. And you even said, if I'm done with it for real, you will still support whatever I do. And I feel like that is just loyalty right there. So thank you so much. And I'm so sorry to you guys, child, because someone left a... Because um, I, I did an anonymous thing on Instagram. Someone said that this got them through a hard time and I felt horrible. I was like, I'm here telling you I'm done the podcast, but you're saying how the podcast got you through certain times. And I was like, this is why I do what I do. Because I've... I'm someone that I love having podcasts, music, TV shows to escape, you know, just to escape from reality. And I feel, I felt horrible for taking that from you. So I'm back. This episode is going to be a catch up. There will be a few weeks where you might not hear from this podcast. You might not see it from the podcast, but just know it's because I want to come back better. I don't want to leave the first chapter of this podcast at 59 i wanted to end the first chapter of this podcast at episode 60 there we go again from 61 from 61 i have plans that i won't say to my i, I personally believe in show it don't say it <laughs> so i've got plans 
But what I would say is make sure you're following the podcast. Make sure you are subscribed to a particular channel called The Christ Money Show. Because I want to bring something, but I want to bring life to this show. You know, it's very easy to wallow in self-pity. But I also have to realise that people love this podcast. People love my personality. People love my thoughts on pop culture. And yeah, we, we need that in this scene, baby. And I, If not money, then who? Please tell me who. So <laughs> with all that being said, yes. There has been a couple of months off and it might be a few weeks extra just to sort things out. But I want to come back, but I want to give you guys a proper show. Yeah, that is that. I'm not going to say anything more than that. <laughs> I don't want to speak too much and not deliver. As I mentioned, it was my birthday on the 2nd of July. I turned 26. And I cannot but be- Whose child is making noise? Hello, hello, darling. Please. Ha! So I recently turned 26 which I still can't believe, like, I feel like because of COVID, I feel like I'm still 24, (laughs) so yeah, I turned 26, and I spent it with a lot of people that I love, of course, there were a few missing, there's a few I still need to see as well, I've learned so much in my early 20s, that's gonna make my late 20s, my early 30s, etc, even more magical, thank you to everyone that showed love to the birthday shoot, shout out to Paula as well, my babes, knockography, for taking those fire shots. I love Paula so much. Paula is my base for life. I adore her from my heart. I want to see her win so bad. I want to see her win so bad. I'm just, I love Paula. I'm in love with Paula. I'm in love with her so much. Yeah, so shout out to her. And shout out to everyone that was my birthday. It really did mean a lot to me. People's kind of words. Please, I'm a cancer, you guys. I, I'm a cancer. I don't want to be crying like we do all the time. Please, what's going on here, man? What's going on here? <laughs> But I appreciate the love always. I'm so grateful. Now, I want to catch up with you guys in terms of releases. Songs I've been loving since I've been gone. I know I've been gone for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was an episode 60. I want you guys to know there was an episode 60 that I never finished editing <laughs> but my you know what i am a perfectionist when it comes to things that i love i love this podcast so much this podcast is my child i do not like the fact that i was adding stuff i had recorded most of episode 60 then because i was taking so long to edit it i was like let me add extra parts to it so if it was another release that i missed out i added it the week after and it didn't feel organic it didn't feel authentic and for me i never put out something i'm not loving so i said fuck it I might talk about some of the stuff that I was meant to talk about there, if it's still relevant. So I'll talk about my favourite albums and songs and projects that I'm loving. But yeah, it I just wasn't feeling it. So that episode's in the archives. You will never hear it. <laughs> but you was you will hear some of the stuff that I was gonna talk about in this episode anyway. So just know that I wasn't gonna leave you high and dry on 59. That wasn't my intention. But that's what happened. Everything happens for a reason. And I feel like I feel recharged. I feel motivated. Thanks to, as I mentioned, my peers, people that are in the same industry as me, and also you amazing listeners. Make sure to use the hashtag. For this podcast to be seen, I need to see y'all share your thoughts with the hashtag TCM show. What do you want to see from this podcast? Let me know as well. I take criticism very well. I know that in the UK, people don't like to be told what to do. (laughs) But I want this podcast to do well, and I know you guys want the same. So let me know what I can do for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm back. I feel much more recharged, much more into this. Okay, so with that being said, I want to go into the classic phase, 
And my classic fave for today's episode is Jamelia's single superstar. I did talk about this in the episode that I recorded that didn't come out, but I feel like it's so important that I give this woman all the praise, all the respect, because this song is such a big part of my childhood. Like, when I hear this, I think about the Madonna's Kiss Parties, because they play it at every party. Every Madonna's Kiss Party, they play this song. They play Kylie Minogue, Can't Get You Out of My Head, they, chow. This song was a fave. I'm going to give you some fun facts as I do, though. So, this song was originally for a Danish pop star called Christine Milton and was released in 2003. And it was inspired by Liberty X's Just A Little. That song as well is another banger that I remember. Sexy. Everything about you so sexy. Yeah, that's another banger in this song. (laughs) God, I've missed singing to you guys. But yeah. Jamelia released her cover of Superstar as the second single from her second studio album, Thank You. Thank you, you were my world, made me strong, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> I'm getting distracted now. Um, For me, let me be honest with you guys, Jamelia made Christine's version of this song sound like a demo. <laughs> it did sound incredible because it's actually available on stream platforms to this day. So go and check out her version. I didn't even know that it was a cover until I did my research for episode 60. I said, sorry, this is a cover? Nah, she took that song like how Whitney took I Will Always Love You from Dolly and blackified it. She blackified it. She gave it seasoning Maggie Cubes. She gave paprika. She gave it everything. <laughs> You guys know about this sophomore curse. So the second album not doing well like the first album. I thought that was the opposite for Jamelia. Like this album was monumental. It was so important for her career. And I love it. Um, It peaked at number three on the UK singles chart. And also peaked at number one in Australia and New Zealand. I can't lie to you, it deserved more. The song deserved so much more because I just remember it being a, such an important part of black. Not just black important part of British pop period don't even have to add black to it and I love what she did because she opened the door for so many black British babes to come into pop like I want to see more black girls in pop we're going to talk about flow later on this episode but Jamelia is such an important part of British pop culture like I can't talk about songs that I loved without mentioning her without mentioning seeing a boy's eyes without mentioning thank you so many hits i just felt like it was very important for me to give jamelia her props may god bless her she's still looking beautiful still doing amazing things in entertainment and i love that for her i want black women i want to make it but especially in pop to look at her and know that you can do it let me know your favorite jamelia song slash album using the hashtag tcm show as this is a catch-up i want to talk about my favorite releases instead of talking about latest releases because i've got so much to catch up on in no particular order, I want to start off with Bella, my baby girl, love of my life, the reason why this podcast is still running. <laughs> she released her first single for her upcoming project. I don't know if you guys caught the title in the music video for Prototype, but is there. She released her first single for her upcoming project called Prototype. Prototype now. <laughs> Y'all don't know, a lot of us had this song on the low for nine months it felt like a full pregnancy 
I felt like leaking the song to the public because that song is fucking fire. And I'm happy I can talk about it now because it has been months and I'm still playing it like it came out yesterday. And I've had the song longer than the public, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's an amazing song. The visual, I was very fortunate enough to experience her bring that visual to light. And it's sickening. Like, I watch that visual and I'm like, this is an international superstar. This is a superstar that we have in our hands. And I want us to support our girl, Bella, okay? It's B to the E to the L to the L to the A to the H. Blurred, <laughs> as Madame Joyce will say. I love her so much. I love Bella so much. Her next single, I can't wait for that too. That's my favourite song. And I told her when she releases that, y'all will get what I promised you for the next episode after this. So tell her, don't mess up the date that she gave to me. <laughs> she should give me the you should give us the song so that you guys can get the next few episodes. So, I'm really proud of Bella. Okay, the visuals for this whole era, sickening. But the next one, she's giving us choreo looks. We're getting Missy Elliott, okay? We're getting Missy. Like, she showed me the video and I wanted to scream. I remember coming across her for the first time with Good Thing on No Signal. And to just witness her journey from then till now. Amazing. She performed that wireless as well, looking beautiful, sounding amazing. Again, giving us choreo, like, Bella's a dancer, guys. I don't, I don't know if you guys know this fact. Bella's actually a dancer, if you didn't know. So, you'll be seeing that a lot in this era. But I'm so proud of her once again. And the funny thing is that even her songs after this project, amazing. Like, my sister's here to stay. I love her. I want to talk about Flo. I want to talk about the girl band Flo. They have taken the world by storm. I am so proud of them. Like, first of all, shout out to everyone behind Flow as well because the way, as I said, they've taken the world by storm and the way they've been so consistent from when Cardboard Box, their first single, came out till now with their new EP, The Lead. I'm just so proud of them. And I don't even know them personally. <laughs> so if you don't know who Flow are, as I mentioned, they are a British girl group from London. The members are Georgia, Stella, and Renee. These three girls are so young, but so gifted. When you hear them, you can instantly hear the influences. I'm hearing Whitney, I'm hearing Aaliyah, I'm hearing Brandy with the vocal layering, like, but let's just go through the journey. So they released Cardboard Box, their first single, and shout out to Jason, because Jason posted the music video on Twitter, and it just blew. That video, that clip from the music video that he posted, it blew. And that's how I came across them myself. I came across them through his tweet. So, uh, they're giving us harmonies, child. They're giving us visual. They look amazing. Like, we've not seen something like this, especially from a girl group, since Little Mix, I swear. I feel like since Little Mix. Okay, Chloe X Halley, I would consider them more a duo than a girl group. In my mind, girl group is three more people. But, yeah, we've not seen something like this, especially from the UK since Little Mix and we have not had this young vibrant fresh energy in the industry for a long time especially from a girl group I liked Cardboard Box but I was like I'm sure we can get more from them then a few months later we got Immature and it's already at the top of my on repeat playlist that song Immature say you were my very very <laughs> i love them they are amazing so they released that song they're just spectacular and on friday we got the ep the lead 
and they also released the visual for Immature on the same day. Guys, that visual slapped severely. What? Like I mentioned with Bella, like, these UK babes are grabbing the industry by the balls. They said, you guys are going to respect me. You guys are going to see my greatness. I'm going to go far in this life. And so they shall. They're going to go very far in this life. I am so, so proud of these young ladies. I wish them so well. My favourite songs on the EP, all of them, I guess, because it's five songs. It's five songs that were well thought out. And I love them all for different reasons. But my favourite songs are definitely Feature Me. That's a lot of me now. Feature Me is a lot of me. I also love Summertime. That song is so perfect for the season that we're in right now. Like, it is hot in the UK right now. If you're a non-UK listener, it is flipping hot. So, it's perfect. The sun is out. It's actually not, it's not just sunshine with no heat. We're getting heat as well with the sun. So, perfect timing. I also love Immature, as I mentioned. All the songs are amazing. Songs that I gravitate towards the most are Immature, Feature Me, and Summertime. My brain will play for a second. But, yeah, I love me some flow. Go and support them. Go and watch the video. Stream the EP. Buy the EP. I bought the EP. So, yeah. That is flow. Whilst I was taking my quote-unquote break, I was also enjoying Kehlani's album, Blue Water Road. <laughs> now, if I uploaded the episode that I recorded initially, my thoughts may have been different from how it is now. I really do love and appreciate Blue Water Road. It is Kehlani at their most comfortable. Comfortable in terms of they know their sound. They know what... They know how to make a body of work. And I played it again today, funny enough. And I, I didn't skip through it. Even the song that I'm not the biggest fan of, I didn't skip through it. Like, it's a no-skip album to me. I just love their growth. They're creating their own lane and staying in their own lane. I truly do love it. Blue Water Road. I love it. I truly love it. If I go into the album on Spotify, my favourite songs are Any Given Sunday featuring Blast. Are you working, baby? Are you working tonight? Come on. Love it. I also love Wish I Never. Wish I Never needs to be a freaking single. Beilani, please listen to me. Don't fumble. I need Wish I Never to be a single because when I first heard I said sorry, I didn't expect it. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Like, I was watching their Apple Music interview and they said that they almost didn't add a song to the album. I said, you're very naughty. You have no respect. Have, I'm going to deal with you. <laughs> like, that song is so important to the album. It's so, so important. I do love Wish I Never so much. And as I mentioned, we need a visual. Up at night, <laughs> I have had a very interesting journey with the song. I still feel like I didn't like Justin on this song but I've grown to appreciate it nonetheless and you know what I love the fact that they did the solo version for the music video I, I feel like Baylani carries this song on their back like I don't understand <laughs> but I've grown to like it I don't skip his part anymore I can tolerate it it's fine oh my god another song that I love so much is Melt <laughs> Melt is a potential wedding song for me. Depending on what my future partner loves, Melt might be one of the most important songs for my wedding. If not first dance, maybe second dance. Because, 
Mel is such a beautiful song. Like, it makes me want to fall in love. You know, I'm a cancer. I love love. Like, it's just so beautiful to hear. Where do you end? Where do I begin? Start over again. It's like we're melting, melting. A beautiful outro. Like, it's so touching. Uh, oh, for God's sake. Uh, beautiful song from Beilani. I also love everything. It's the everything for me, for me, oh, for me. Beautiful song, stunning, stunning, stunning song. Yeah, I love me some Beilani so much. It's just so touching. The video, I still need Beilani to explain that because I might go from calling them Kehlani and Beilani. Don't get confused, same person, of course. But yeah. The video did confuse me. I think I'm still... I get it. It's the juxtaposition. It's not meant to match with the classical part that we're getting from this song. However, I was still confused. <laughs> but they look beautiful in the visual anyway. Tangerine is such a playful, enjoyable song. You can tell it's not meant to be serious. I love Tangerine for what it is. Yeah. Alter. Okay, Alter. You guys know I had a very hard time with this song, okay? Alter. I still would not have made it a single, but I do appreciate it a lot now, and I love it on the album. Little Story, I don't know what I said about it on previous episodes, but I also love Little Story as well. So that's my thoughts on Kehlani's Blue Water Road. What else have I been loving? I have also been loving... I've also been loving Ella May's Heart on My Sleeve. This album, I knew it was going to be great. I knew it was going to be great because of the singles. So we got Not Another Love Song. So we got Not Another Love Song. DFMU. Don't mess this up, don't let me down. AJ, you know I want to be around. You tugging one with my... Woo! It touches my spirit. One of my favourite songs this year. And we also got Leave You Alone. I just get a... But you, you are a bad one, baby. Make this good girl crazy. I can't leave you alone. Can't leave you alone. Yeah, love it. Love the song. But this album, fantastic. We do have guest appearances from Mary J. Blige, who narrates throughout the album. And we've got Kirk Franklin. And we've also got featuring artists such as Lato, Roddy Rich. Who else? Lucky Day. I think they're the only ones. Oh, there's only three, which is really good because it shows how much Ella carries this album. It's not a feature-heavy album, that makes sense. But, yes, my favourite songs on the album. And it's all in the things that you didn't say, didn't say, that made it so clear to me. I need to fall back. I did not expect her song with Lato didn't say, to be a song that I would love. When I first heard, I was like, this production is a lot of me. If I was to be a musician, I would do that beat. I love it. I love Didn't Say so much. Lato and Ella sound very compatible on this song. Like, I wasn't expecting them to make sense together on the track, but I love it. I do love Pieces. I love A Mess with Lucky Day. I love the back and forth between her and Lucky Day on this song. Lucky Day doesn't go wrong at all. When it's him as a solo single, as a featuring artist, he's amazing, like, so talented. I love Feels Like, because it gives me soundtrack vibes. 
so nice sink or swim is top three for me top three truly love it fading out was a good album outro leave you alone i loved it more towards the release of the album more than when it came out as a single yeah i love it even more since it's been out as an album track power of woman is so cute i like that song the song that i don't even love per se i like it if that makes sense it's a nice enjoyable album what else have i been enjoying guys i have it's been a while i'm trying to go through my own repeats and see what else i have been loving beyonce is back sorry damn how can i forget that you won't break my soul you won't break my soul everybody release your anger release the soul sorry oh i couldn't give you guys an episode where i didn't sound like this y'all deserve this y'all deserve me making noise in your eardrums okay so break my soul beyonce's back she's gonna release her album renaissance act one july ending i've forgotten the date <laughs> so don't fight me i think 25th if i'm guessing right but july ending shall let's take it like that and her first single is break my soul guys you know what i liked it when it came out i was like i'm not feeling passion from beyonce like you know but you know what i feel like beyonce changed a little bit because beyonce when she first started she was hungry yes i was hungry i said the h hungry she was starving like she had five dollars left in the back of can and that's what i was getting from her back in the day i feel like it was lacking a bit of emotion but I've grown to appreciate for what it is, you know. People are confused about why she's singing about leaving a job, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, a lot of artists write songs for us. It's not for them. And maybe that's why maybe there's a lack of connection in the song because maybe she can't relate to it, so we can't feel her pain. Someone will sing the same song because they've actually gone through that whole horrible job, leaving there, whatever, setting themselves free. They will sing probably more conviction. But I love it. So I know that the dream who she's worked with before is a part of the production for this song it sounds much better in a car with speakers at a party i love it i'm surprised i've not got a visual for it yet as of today anyway today's the 10th so i'm not sure if by the time i upload this episode it might be out you know beyonce works in her own time chair but <laughs> i'm surprised there's no visual you know what i love the fact that the song has been appreciated for it being a song like no there's no visual to accompany there's no performance to make you love it more because with beyonce i'll be honest with you there are times where her performances make me like her songs more single ladies for instance i will never like the studio version but i'm gonna watch the live version i'm gonna watch the music video so yeah i think a performance would help but i love that it's doing well for itself it's good another one chloe chloe is back as well with her third single i believe so the first one was have mercy her second single was treat me treat me like a dreamy yeah you know the right it's so funny this song has grown on me a lot i think i spoke about it on the podcast i didn't really say good things about it but it has grown on me since her bet performance that bet performance was her best performance as a solo artist oh my goodness like the visual the vocals her choreography like everything felt like of course she's given us the beyonce that we expressed i said the hungry it still made sense i love the performance everything felt so polished but very chloe still i loved it and it made me love treat me more but she also performed her first single surprise slip my panties to the sad <laughs> no that song is my favorite out of the three singles that we've gotten from her i would not include her rendition of feeling good as a single that was more was it for a soundtrack i think it's for a soundtrack so in terms of her own songs surprise is my favorite out of all of it she did say that 
she doesn't know when the album's coming out. Let me tell you something. This is my podcast. I can say what the hell I want to say. I am not holding my breath for anybody anymore. Listen, Normani, please bear in mind that on my first episode of this podcast, I said I'm still waiting for an album. Two years later, two good fucking years later, we are still waiting for another album. Let's talk about Fair. We'll get back to the first song after this shot because I don't think I did an episode when that song came out. Yeah, um, back to Surprise. I love Surprise. The best single so far is given authentic and that's what I need from her. I just spoke on Namani. She released her song Fair. Wait, I know I spoke about it. I'm lying. Sorry, it was in March. I stopped recording in April. My bad. Sorry, ignore me. We spoke about her. But going back to my issue with Normani, it's been four years since you said that you're going to give us the title of your album and we still haven't got the title, baby. We still haven't gotten the title. Time is of the essence word to Whiskey and Thames. Please, I beg. Girl, it's not just Normani, but I feel like it's Normani's brand, so we have to refer to her, but it's also her team. Can you guys either let her go or release the project? I think at this point, there's nothing to lose. At this point, whatever happens, happens because time has been wasted. And I'm going to be so honest with you. It's very easy to say, oh, I want to work on my own time. Bullshit. Let me tell you why it's bullshit. I respect why. I respect that maybe during COVID there was stuff that was happening in her personal life. I can respect that. But at this point in time, baby, you can't afford that. You are still a quote-unquote new artist. A lot of the artists that are like that today, so the Beyonce's that can take her time to release a project, the Rihanna's were the last time they got a project from her was in 2016. They released yearly. They kept their names alive for years before they earned that right to take their time. Like the Mariah Carey's as well, the Jen Jackson's. Like, they can go focus on family, focus on friends, take their time with the next project because they have given us albums and albums and albums. As a pop artist, you don't have that... Okay, as a new pop artist, you don't have that privilege to just go and think you're going to have that audience waiting for you. There's people that are tired. Me, I've been trying to lie to myself that I'm not tired. I'm tired. I am flipping tired, mate. We need the album. We, You know what? If I was to be a part of the Money's team, this is what I would have done. Love lies. When did that come out? Love lies. Tell me where your love lies. Waste the day and spend the night. Love lies came out in two thousand. Jesus, two thousand eighteen. Oh no, honey. Oh no, a day beat should not take that long. A day by now we should be entering our sophomore year era. God. Anyway, so love lies came out in two thousand eighteen. If I was in Normani's team, an EP would have been released after motivation. Motivation came out in 2019. How about you let me be your motivation? As Hardy would say, motivation, motivation. <laughs> God, he's fucking hilarious. But back to the matter at hand. After Motivation, there would have been an EP. An EP to keep the audience fed until we sort out whatever we're trying to do here. Because I have no idea what the hell is going on. It's not making sense. I have not seen a roller like this. And it's so sad because with RCA, we have seen them actually do amazing. Oh, they're not giving too much credit now. They've, <laughs> they've given us decent rollouts. <laughs> Let me be honest with myself. They've given us decent rollouts. So I'm not understanding why four years later, since the first single with Khalid, we have not gotten a project. At least an EP. At least. Why are we begging? 
I don't, I'm, I'm so, I've stopped again. I am so tired. Whatever we get is what we get. Whatever we get is what we get. It better slap because I can't lie to you after all this time. Please, time is of the essence. Hey, I tried to teach you. I'm, I'm teaching you right now, Normani, and your team. Like, this is actually very upsetting. It's so sad. And with Fair, just like a lot of her singles, it was one performance and that was it. We didn't get a visual for Fair. What? Like, there's so much power in releasing a visual a visual can help bring more awareness it can actually go viral. look at what happened with cardboard box with cardboard box it was the visual going viral that helped the song so i don't understand what the fuck's going on baby it's been 60 episodes i've not even been consistent with this podcast it's been 60 episodes since i spoke about this why are we still talking about a project coming out what anyway really irritated with that very very irritated but it is what it is <laughs> what else has been out okay drake's album what is, what's it called again honestly okay drake's album honestly never mind so when this first came out <laughs> i said what the fuck's going on baby <laughs> i said what the hell is this because you know what it is it was the fact that it was announced so randomly i was like okay we're getting an album in a few hours i thought it was even a fake pop culture account that was tweeting about it so the artwork look at two pack of ass the artwork is so ugly it's so lazy i'm like drake i know that you've earned the rights to not have to put an effort into your artwork into rollouts but please this is not it baby it's not it okay so we got the artwork i said yuck <laughs> it was giving word art but okay um so we got that then the album came out, I think we got a visual for Falling Back. I have not watched it properly. I see that Tristan Thompson is in the visual and Drake has 20-something wives. <laughs> Drake has a couple dozen wives in the video, literally. I said, okay, whatever works for you. The first time I played it, I was like, uh-uh. I was like, eh-eh. Error. Error 101. Error 404. Whatever the number is. No, thank you. No, sir. Take it back. <laughs> then... I played it more. TikTok really helped with me liking certain songs. So, the songs that I liked at first were Falling Back and Tie That Binds. They were the only two songs that I could actually put in my playlist. But as time went by, I started to like, which one was it first? Sticky. I heard that I could cure. I was like, shit, this song slaps. Then I heard Massive. I was like, okay, I like it because of TikTok. Um, then I gave the album another chance. I was like, okay, it's grown on me. My issue with this album, that is literally to this day for me, is the vocal production. Drake, you're not a singer. Let me be so upfront with you, Drake. I love you so much, Drake. You are a legend. I'm not going to ever disrespect you. I'm never going to downplay your excellence. However, I need you to put the effort, that, that hunger that you had at the beginning, the hunger that you had in the beginning, I need you to have it till this day. I get it. He's earned the right to not have to put in that much effort. His fans will love it regardless. I get it. But as someone that is still going to be honest, whether I like you or not, please, we need efforts. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, my issue is the vocal production. I feel like we're falling back. That's my favorite song on the project. He repeats, falling back on me, whatever. He repeats it a dozen times, a dozen plus even. I feel like as he was repeating it, we should have got like some vocal effects, we should have got some harmonies. Make it feel like a full, complete song because 
let me say something. If certain artists got certain songs from this album, they would have taken this song and made it their bitch. They would have taken this song and they would have taken it to another level. So it's not like the songs are quote-unquote bad. It's just, it feels very rushed. It feels very incomplete. That's what it is for me personally. And I know that this is not R&B. It's not soul to have harmonies, but... When it comes to genre, it still is nice to hear vocal production, to still hear, Alice, give me some reverb, give me some back and forth, give me some, Drake, please. So, yeah, with all that being said, I'm not mad at it anymore. I can appreciate it for what it is. That's it. Appreciate it for what it is. Not it being the best album since sliced bread. No. However, those are my issues. The production is nice, though. I'll whoever that produce these songs shout out to y'all because this is a really good production in terms of actual production of the songs itself the instrumentals and stuff like that yeah i like it songs that i've been liking kulosa i have said it right by oxlade yeah that song he i think he premiered it at colors you know the colors the music show on youtube yeah that song is a freaking vibe i absolutely love it oxlade i've not said his name right by the way he is super talented. What else am I like? Okay, songs that's out that I don't like. Um, Sierra's Jump. Sierra's... Oh God, Sierra. Sierra. I love Sierra so much. First of all, the positive I want to say is that the visual slaps. That visual for Jump, her recent single, it carries the whole song. <laughs> it really carries the whole song. But yeah, I do like the visual, but I don't like the song. I feel like... Sierra's no, I went back to her old me because like has she always been like this? I just didn't notice it. I just feel like maybe her sound is not for me anymore. Maybe someone will like it, but it's not for Emmanuel. And that's very much okay. I wish her well on her endeavours. But it sounds like she is having issues with accepting that she is a grown woman. Like the songs sound very childish, but also very outdated, if that makes sense. And uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've really tried Sha, but I can't do it personally. I can't do it. Um, other songs that I've been loving that are new. Okay, Cardi's new song. Cardi's new song featuring Ye, aka Kanye West and Lil Durk. The long and short of my thoughts on hot shit. It reminds me of what with the yeah, yeah, yeah thing. And then, you know that I know that's right part. That's in, what song? Up. It reminds me of that. I feel like I'm not getting something fresh with this song. I don't feel like this is fresh lemon. This is lemon that has been put in the fridge for a while and it's started to go different color. That's what's giving me right now. But I love me some Cardi. God bless you. Um, what else am I loving? What else? I put a pop at it. <laughs> Givian's album. I haven't finished Givian's album, but I do love Get to You and This Will Do. Um, what else have I been loving? There's an artist called Asaki. Asak. Asaki. God, my Nigerian's gonna beat me up. It's just my Nigerian friends. I think it's Asaki. Peace be unto you. P B U Y. Fantastic song. It's very I'm a piano mixed with Afro beats. I love it. It's really amazing. I also love Booga. It's a Kiss Daniel and Techno. Let me see you go. La, la, la. That is the African Elder's favourite song, especially the Nigerians and the Ghanaians. We are loving this song. SZA released a deluxe version of her album Control to celebrate the five years of its release. And I love the deluxe track so much. I think people have actually heard it from her SoundCloud, I believe. But I have not really... I don't like SoundCloud, to be honest. So I never really heard a lot of the songs apart from the alternative version of Love Galore. But I love Awkward. I love 
tread carefully what else do i love on the deluxe let me go look at the album again i love it i love yeah Good is good, baby boomer. Bang games and you can. So, okay, my favorite songs are Awkward, Tread Carefully, 2 a.m., and Love Good Lord, the alt version. But I love every single song, so I'll never skip. This whole album, first of all, hold on. This whole album, including the deluxe songs, is a no skip album for me. It is a monumental album. I think that is why she's taking her time with the sophomore because she knows that she's very privileged. Like, this album has put in a place where she's very privileged to not have to rush into giving us a sophomore and that's what i'm saying a lot of people feel like they've reached this place whilst you're not giving us a debut album but okay i shall keep my thoughts to myself thank you so much but i love me some solana amazing babe what else do i love what else okay chris brown's album came out i'm not blown away by chris brown's album i'm not blown away but it's a nice album i'll give him that I love Call Me Every Day. Is that what it's called? Hold on. So I've not played the deluxe version of this album. But when it comes to his album Breezy, I do like Call Me Every Day featuring Wizkid. That's an amazing single. The song that I love the most is C.A.B. Catch a Body featuring, is it Fivio Foreign? I don't say his name, sorry. But yeah, I do love C.A.B. I love Possessive featuring Lil Wayne and Blue. <laughs> so I can say Blue. <laughs> I also love Sex Memories of LMA, Sleep at Nights, Warm Embrace, Forbidden, Survive the Night, Dream, and Harder. So these are the standout. Like, I feel like if he put these songs and made it the album, because it's how many songs? It is 24 fucking songs. Jesus, Chris Brown, you are a terrorist. What is this? 24 songs, and he gave us a deluxe. Well, how many, is, yay. How many songs is on the deluxe then? How many songs? Thirty. Oh, Chris Brown, you are so disrespectful. Thirty-three songs. Who has time for that in this economy? Who has time for thirty-three fucking songs? <laughs> ah, Chris, please. What? Ah, no. Please, 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 please. Have some respect. Have some respect. But I haven't heard the song with Tory Lanes. I kind of muted it straight away. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not, yeah, I don't, I'm not blown over the album, but it's a nice album. It's nice. every day. Finally, I think I spoke about enough songs. The last song I'm talking about is Demi Lovato's Skin On My Teeth. Demi Lovato is back in the rock bag, which I really do love. I'm alive by the skin of my teeth. me. I love it. I love that song a lot. It's really amazing. It's Demi, is Demetria back in their bag? It is Demetria back in their bag, and I'm really proud of them. In terms of trending topics, I won't spend too long on Love Island because I spoke about it on Black Girls Living as well as Cocktails and Takeaways. Shout out to my lovely ladies, Vic and Jazz from Black Girls Living as well as Madame Dries from Cocktails and Takeaways. But yeah, this season, we needed this because the last season wasn't memorable. I forgot a lot of what happened. All I remember really is Kaz and Liberty's friendship and Jake leading liberty on but with love island 2022 they have redeemed themselves like the drama especially after like episode five six yeah it was given and it has not stopped this casa amor was the craziest casa amor i think we've had in a long time and yeah i really did enjoy it who are my faves you know what i love ekin sue so much ekin sue i did not know how much we needed ekin sue until we got her on this show i don't know how they found her but whoever that 
scouted for these cast. Fantastic job, you deserve a raise. Because Ekinsu brought drama, she brought dramatics. <laughs> you know, and I love Ekinsu. My only issue is how the guys were slut shaming her, especially with the whole David Day um, Jay situation that happened. Let me be honest with you, I did not find an issue with her getting to know Jay. My only quote unquote issue was her lying about it. Don't come and lie about that, baby. Like, I can't defend you there. The aim of the show is to get to know people and find your match, you know? So she was doing what the guys did at Castle More, and those guys had no decorum. They were they were 10 times worse, in my opinion. Dami Lola, hmm. Dami. As I mentioned on the podcast that I've been on, I heard about Dami being a slut. <laughs> He's a slut, get him lit. <laughs> he dares us. But... Yeah, I did not expect him to behave like this. I'm not rooting for India me anymore. I love me some India though. India is a stunning babe. Doing amazing things in the villa. She's a fine, fine babe. She's actually a trendsetter because I've seen a lot of girls do this um, blonde streak. Like the blonde sectioned wigs and weeds and whatever. They are doing that now because of India. Because I come on trendsetter. I was rooting for Indami, which is their ship name, but no, I am not wasting my time anymore on their shit. No, thank you. No, sir, no, ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, that is that. I don't like Jax. I don't like Jaquees at all. First of all, him dating an underage girl is very concerning. No, nasty. And one of the guys that was on the show called Remy was like, yeah, he's actually a bully. As in, Jaquees is actually a bully. So yeah i don't like him and he's actually very emotionally constipated i'll give him that very emotionally constipated i would say manipulative i don't know how Gemma survived with that Gemma really struggled with that one boy because what what's going on here what the fuck's going on baby <laughs> but yeah yeah he really he is the one that was giving ekinsu a hard time the most but was the worst in casa more kissing other babes like what you dirty dog you are a dirty dog <laughs> but yeah i i don't like Paige either because you know what Paige tricked me she tricked me because i thought she was a nice girl i thought she was a cutie however however she's a sneaky one she's she gives mean girl Paige gives mean girl Paige gives mean girl and i can't stand that i'm not a fan of mean girl behavior so she can go and sit somewhere else with that one. But, yeah. Who else is there? Luca and Gemma, yuck. Luca and Gemma. First of all, Luca, I did not know he's younger than me. I said, what? Luca is just 23? I said, cool, blimey. Mm-mm. But Luca's a sneaky one. Luca wants to win the money. As I mentioned on CNT, he wants to become Luca Owen. He wants to change his surname so that he can become an Owen and take their monies. Because what? Like, he's just so possessive, so cringe. He's giving Joe from you, like, sir, get a grip, okay? And you know what? I need a lot of those guys to get a grip. Andrew, hey! Andrew. Andrew. Andrew allowed the thought to fall from anger, and it's just so embarrassing to witness. And this is why I need people to have a mind of their own. Of course, get advice from your friends when necessary, but don't be who you're not because your friends say you're going to do that because when they are now doing apology tour you are stuck in the middle like bread you want to go and suck breasts you want to go and suck coco's breasts now look what's happened now look at what's happened look at your life you're now crying you're not crying doing shake your head shake your head you're doing victim both him and tasha are not victims fuck that shit fuck that shit just go away <laughs> go away <laughs> i find both of them just as john as each other they're both irritating 
Go away, man. Danica, you know what? She has my niece's name, or same spelling, but different pronunciation. So my niece is called Denisa, but the baby love Isla is called Danica. Same spelling, though. And yeah, she has so far. I, just, I saw the teaser for today's episode, and yeah, it's not looking good for my sis. I'm so sorry about it. I am so, so sorry about it. But honey, damn. God, you've done stuff in this Love Island villa. God, it's really sad. But I wish I were on her endeavors, Sha. Who else is there? Is anybody else I've missed out? Child, if I forgot, David Day, David Day, I should say, David Day and Ekinsu. I don't, I like Ekinsu. I don't trust David Day, but let's see how things go. Whilst we're talking about reality TV shows, I want to talk about Real Houses of Lagos. Real Houses of Lagos has killed us. This was their debut season. Absolutely phenomenal. So the cast are Miriam, Caroline, Toyin, um, Chioma. Iabo and Laura. So these are the cast of season one, Real House of Lagos. And it has been phenomenal. Drama from start to finish. They had a reunion. It's on Showmax. I would really advise you to watch on Showmax because I hear the quality on YouTube slash all these third party websites. It's horrible. Have the full experience in HD. So it's really good. Drama filled. I have really enjoyed it so much. I feel like the reunion could be longer, but I think the fight between um Toyin and Shoma did cause a delay but at least we're gonna have some drama for season two which I'm really hoping actually happens loving it before I go wireless happened and I'm so sad that I fumbled on this because there were some phenomenal performances as I said Bella performed Manilia performed as well uh, my babes killed it Summer Walker I'm so sad I missed constant bullshit oh When I saw that video of her singing that song, my, my fist, I was doing the Alpha Fist meme. Like, I was shaking. I said, what? How dare me? How dare we miss this? Um, SZA performed as well, which looked amazing. Who else performed? So many people performed, Sha. It looked really good. And what on to wireless. Of Cardi B. I know Nikki is doing it tonight. I know that the barbs are there to root for her, whatever. I love that. I absolutely do love that for wireless this year. Hopefully... They continue to pick it up because child, I think in the last decade or so, it's not been slapping. It's not been slapping. Okay. But that's wireless. BT. Uh, yeah, BT, they did my little Nas X dirty. You know, he is such a big part of pop culture. I know what it is. It's because he's a black queer man. When you look at his artistry now, he is a comfortable gay black man. He is not one that hides his sexuality. And I think the kiss that happened, they were definitely stressed by that. As if we've not seen men and women kiss and do groupy groupy behavior on stage, but okay. So they did snub him. They snubbed Namani as well for at least best video. You know what? Let's not act like Wildside was not a sick R&B song. I don't like how we tried to minimize how good that song was. Wildside is an amazing song. Did it get the push that it deserved? No. But yes, it deserves nominations. Let's not come and act stupid here. And as I said, if you guys don't agree that the song was good, at least the visual, because who was giving us videos like Normani last year? Tell me who. Tell me why. <laughs> but as I mentioned, amazing performances. I can't remember the winners, but it was nice, yeah. It was nice. <laughs> but I guess that is all for today's episode. I want to thank you guys once again for your patience. I know that when something that I love goes on, on a break especially unplanned unannounced it can be jarring 
you can feel away. So if you feel away, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry if you're understanding. Thank you too. I thank you nonetheless. Um, please do support this podcast in the way that you feel you can. You know, I don't force people. Like, well, for my issues, I can't beg. I don't like to beg. I like you to do what you want to do. But if I've got to beg now, let me beg. Please support this podcast in the way you can. If it's sharing it on socials, using the hashtag TCM, show me your thoughts. You know what? I appreciate the DMs, but use the hashtag too. Let the people know that you love this podcast. Because when I took this breaking up, people were like, oh, I love this podcast. Like, hey. Seeing the hashtag. Thank you. Love you. Okay. Um, follow the podcast. Rate it. Give it five stars. I know that maybe I've got to work for that five stars. But I promise you, you will give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. Um, let your friends know about this podcast. Share it on Instagram. Share it on Twitter. Who just messaged my mom's phone? God damn. But you share it everywhere. Um, follow me on socials, the classic man on Twitter, the classic Manu on Instagram and TikTok. D can you shut up? TC Money HQ on Hey! Sorry, one second. Let me put this phone on silent because this is really disturbing my spirit. Okay, what phone was that in the first place? My mom's got so many phones. Um hold on, let me put it on silent. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, as I was saying, TC Manny HQ. Yeah, TC Money HQ on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, it's been tough, guys. It has been so tough. I don't want to wallow in self-pity too much, but this is not an easy thing. Podcast is not easy. A lot of podcasts that I've been here for, even longer than me, are starting to give up. And I want to encourage you, not just to support me, anything that you love, especially as black people, let's support it with chess, please. Let us share it publicly. Don't just tell people privately, you're doing amazing. Because people need to see that people fuck with this. Like, you know what? <laughs> one thing about the black community, I've got I've got non-black listeners, but my main audience, the majority, if I do my analytics, is black people. Okay, so I need us to support people with chess, not just me. Your favourite podcasters, your favourite musicians, your favourite chefs, your favourite videographers, whatever you love, producers, writers, whatever you love, whatever you appreciate, please support it with chess because you don't know how that can encourage somebody. I saw someone else, I don't say their name and put pressure on them, but I saw someone too, but why they stopped their podcast is like, they felt like when they took their break, that's when people cared. But when it was up and running, there was no hashtag whilst they said that they love it if you love it use the hashtag please support your people not just this is not just for me support everyone that you love me i try my hardest even if just sharing it i know that since we listen to podcasts on our way to work we listen to podcasts whilst we're sleeping like for me i do use podcasts until to sleep (laughs) and i continue where i left off the next day but support how you can because it can really help you don't know who will see that someone can see that and it can change a podcaster's life it can change a musician's life so thank you so much and as i always end the podcast i want you to do you and be what i want to hear okay i can't hear you guys say it, but i want you to say it i want you guys to do you and be what unapologetic i love you guys bye